0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Unit Two test review. So, um, if you'll remember from class, Unit Two was a lot of data and looking at graphs and charts and things like that. You had the uh, the data analysis table thing that you did for an assignment. So, you know, just getting used to looking at that. Your FRQ for this unit is going to be the Quant one, which is where you look at some data or a chart, or a graph, or whatever it might be, and then uh, you have to answer some questions about it. So we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Uh, But for the review, it's really pretty basic. Um, It's very similar uh, question-wise to what you saw on the quiz, Uh, and remember I gave you the option to look at your quiz in class, and then if you need to look at it later, uh, feel free to swing by the class or, you know, uh, come by in the morning. And we can take a look at it if you need to uh, just so you can be as prepared as possible. But, uh, you know, the quiz is going to be similar or the testing is similar to the quiz where there's charts and graphs, passages, things like that. that You have to read and make decisions about. So um, anyways, just real quick for the review to try and keep this short as possible. Uh, Political socialization. Remember, that's where you you get your beliefs from. Um, You are going to, Get most of your beliefs early on from your family. Uh, Friends is another big one. Uh, You'll get some of your political leanings uh, there, Um, and basically, it's just you know how our how people's beliefs are passed on. Uh, A lot of times, parents are are going to whether they mean to or not pass their beliefs on to their kids. So it's just you know how things kind of go uh, polling you did the DLD assignment uh, on this and then we talked about it the next day in class uh, a couple things you know on your review you've got the two types there tracking and exit we talked about these very briefly um, in class the tracking poll this is something that's going to be done on a really a, a daily basis by politicians that are running for office whether it be for the presidency whether it be for Congress seat, governorship, whatever it might be. Um, But basically, a tracking poll is going to tell politicians a couple of things. It might be run as something where, hey, I'm going to campaign here. I need to know that data. Okay, I need to know what are the issues those people want to talk about. It might be run as a poll, you know, of where, hey, uh, I'm behind by this many points, Uh, people prefer this person to me, so on and so forth. So you might run a a poll like that. And, uh, you know, if you're way behind, you know, you got to do something different. If you're up, just keep on doing what you're doing and trying not to to let up. So there's a couple different ways that the tracking poll can be run. Uh, But typically it's going to be run, not it, but tracking polls are going to run every 24 hours. You know, like, like I said in class, if you want to be in politics but not be like, hey, I'm the politician, or you know, like you can do polls, you know, just be the pollster uh, for a politician. But that's what a tracking poll is, okay? Whether it's keeping track of the issues, whether it is uh, looking at the supports you have, whatever it might be, it's going to give you an idea of what you need to do, what you need to talk about, where you're sitting. The exit polls. I don't think there's a question on the test about exit polls, but uh, something just to talk about very quickly. Um, these are done when you are leaving the booth after you have voted. Uh, so sometimes they'll you'll be questioned. Uh, that's, that sounds horrible. You, you might not. It's not being questioned. A, a politician, not a politician, but um, someone that works for the campaign might come up to you and say, hey, how'd you vote? Or a media member might come up to you and say, how'd you vote? They're looking to just get an idea of how the polling is going for that day, or the the voting is going for that day. Uh, like I told you, class, I've been voting since '96, and I've never been asked uh, an an exit poll. They're they're not to be trusted because a lot of times people do lie. Uh, the sample error, um, sample error. Remember that is the plus or minus thing that we've talked about a couple times. Uh, and if you see a high plus or minus number, that's not going to be a good poll. So you want to run away from that poll. Uh, low plus or minuses is what we want. And just remember, uh, the plus or minus is what those numbers that you see on the poll could be. Uh, if it's 50-50, but it's plus or minus two, it could be 52 to 48, or you know, whatever the numbers might be, uh, depending upon the plus or minus. The random digit dialing, uh, that's how a lot of polls are conducted nowadays. They randomly call people. Uh, remember, you don't want to call people or have people call you to take a poll. You want people to kind of be... I don't want to say taken off off guard or surprise or something like that but but you want people to to not be geared up and prepared for your poll uh, questions you know you want them to kind of almost be off the cuff so that that, maybe some of their biases might not show through or whatever they don't have time to prepare an answer think of a response and things like that uh the other thing that's not on the review but just to remember about polls you want to have a, a a pretty big demographic uh or a random demographic uh Polls can be manipulated. We can make a poll and we can get the results that we want, uh, you know, depending on what issue we're talking about. Uh, we could go out uh, and we could find the answers that we need. If we wanted to be right-leaning, we could go find uh, right-leaning people to ask the questions to. If we wanted to be left-leaning, then we could go find left-leaning people to ask questions to. So that doesn't need to do any good, though. You know. Uh, So we needed to be a wide variety of people. All right, liberals versus conservatives. Uh, In this podcast, I'm not going to go over every difference uh, that the liberal and conservative ideologies have. Uh, The PowerPoint that we went over and listed those things is on eClass. It's in the notes section. Um, But, you know, conservatives, conservatives. You know, economically, they're going to support big businesses lower taxes, less government regulation uh, versus Democrats or liberals who are going to want to be more involved in the economy, uh, regulate uh, higher taxes and things like that. Um, So I'm not going to go through the whole list just for time purposes here. Uh, Voting behaviors. So you'll need to just be able to look. I think most of the questions about voting behavior is going to give you data. I'm not going to ask you, hey, uh, I don't think I do anyways, Um, you know, this group of people does this, this group of people does that. Uh, There might be a question about um, uh, some general questions about demographics, um, like who might vote more than others or or things like that, or you have to read a graph about voting turnout, but uh, you don't have to memorize voter turnout. Okay. Uh, and then the American ideologies, that's just the, the, the liberal conservative stuff we did. I was on there twice. Okay? All right, then you got the FRQ. So we will write an FRQ in class uh, after the the uh, test. Uh, I think you'll have plenty of time to do both, so I'm not too worried about that. But we will get going uh, on time tomorrow. Uh, I'll give you some time to, to ask questions, and then we'll get going. Uh, but for your FRQ, I'll put a sample, the the 2019 question uh, for this, this type of uh, – FRQ, which is the, the quantitative analysis, one, analysis, and um, if you look at the review, you've got some data about, a question was asked, should government officials comply, uh, compromise or stick to their principles? And so, the data is on there. you got Democrats at 66% saying they should compromise, and then 34% saying they should stick to the principles. You've got independents at 57 and 43, and then you've got Republicans at 45 and 55. Now, you have four prompts. On this sample, you've got A says to identify the political affiliation of people who are most likely to believe elected officials should compromise. So you just really have to to figure out, well, who are the people most likely to believe? And you write literally Democrats and you're done with that question, okay? So for part A, it's gonna be you looking at your data, looking at the chart, looking at the graph, whatever it is, and pulling a small amount of information from it, all right? It might say, describe, but really, what are you going to describe when it's just some numbers and names? Okay, there's not much to do to do describe if it's a chart like this or a graph like this or a table like this. All right, so you're really just looking for a number, for a name. Uh, you don't have to write a paragraph about this. You probably don't have to write a sentence for Part A, typically. Okay, um, so keep that in mind. B uh, on your sample says to describe the difference between Democrats and Republicans. So you could go one of a couple routes here you could actually describe it. So, a hey, more Republicans uh, say that they should stick to their principles than Democrats. Or you could throw the data from the graph. You could say, hey, 55% of Republicans say they should stick to their principles versus 34% of Democrats who say they uh, should stick to their principles. And you've just described what B is asking for. Now, C and D are a little bit different in that you need to know a little bit outside of you know what's in the data, uh, a little bit from the class. Now, this was the end of the year. This was something that people have gone over. Uh, If you're looking at your sample, um, you know, we had had time to to go over campaigns and elections and things like that. We haven't done that yet. All right. But this was the best sample I I had. Uh, On your FRQ tomorrow, it'll be something that we've talked about. Pretty sure that that C&D will have to do with political socialization. Okay. Uh, But for our example here, it says to explain how the data in the bar graph could influence how a Republican candidate would shift his or her campaign positions after securing the Republican nomination for president. So, The answer you'd be looking for here is that on the primary trail, when it's Republican versus Republican, the the candidate is going to play to the Republican base. And since 55 percent say, hey, we want to stick to your principles, then that's what they're going to say. But then once they get the nomination and now they're running a national campaign versus a Democrat, and they're going to need the moderate voters, the independent voters. They can't be just so one-sided. They're going to have to, to try and get some of those independents who say you should compromise. They're going to have to try and get some of those moderate Democrats who say you should compromise. So they're going to have to kind of ease back toward the middle from the uh, the, the Republican, uh, that 55% number. Okay. And then finally, D, explain how the data in the bar graph could affect policymaking interactions between the president and Congress. The simplest thing to understand here is that when, uh, you, know, when you have that, Dynamic, president and Congress. You have a couple things that can happen. You can have a president from one party and Congress from the same party, and they work together great. Okay? That makes it pretty easy. You could have a president from one party, Congress from another, and they don't work too well together. Okay? Uh, That's as simple as it gets there for that. Uh, All right, guys. There is the test review. Uh, Once again, it is very similar to the quiz. If you have not looked at your quiz and want to look at it, once again, come by and we'll take a look at it. Uh, either before school or um, yeah I mean that's the best thing if you' if, if you're not if you're listening to this after school uh, but if you're at school uh, on you know, Tuesday and want to come by after school or seventh period then feel free to. Guys, uh, this is going out via remind so feel free to text me back there. Uh, you can also hit me up by uh, email uh, or social media. You can do uh, my government one which is K Daniels APgov. Uh, or the school Twitter, uh, which I run. I'll be happy to interact with you there. Uh, It's chhsgov underscore civics, Uh, and I'll get your questions answered uh, as you need. All right, guys, best of luck, and hope homecoming week's going great, and I'll see you all in class. Later.